Welcome to Preaching Points. In this episode, we'd like to talk about how the best illustrations come from you. Glad you could join us today. You're listening to the bi-weekly podcast of the Gordon-Conwell Theological Seminary, Haddon Robinson Center for Preaching. This podcast provides brief reflections on preaching that point you toward preaching excellence. And so today, join Jeff Arthurs and Brian Wilkerson as they explore how to use personal illustrations in your preaching. For the past three or four issues of Preaching Points, our guest has been Brian Wilkerson from Grace Chapel in Lexington and the greater Boston area, a multi-site church. Brian, welcome once again. And I've heard a lot of your preaching, and I actually use some of your sermons in my classes uh, as model sermons. Negative exemplar. We 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 tear <laughs> understood them <up>. completely. <laughs> but uh, one of your strengths is illustration. Talk to us about. Give us the anatomy of an illustration. What makes okay. for a great illustration? I think the best illustrations come out of the personal life and imagination of the preacher. Now, I'm not above borrowing a great story if I have found it somewhere, and I have files full of illustrations, and once in a while I'll Google something to find an illustration. But the best ones, the most effective, are the ones that come out of the preacher's lived experience. When you can share a story of something that happened to you or some insight you had, for instance, I was uh, working on a sermon on, on Moses and his infancy and his mother putting him in the reed basket into the river. And I was on an airplane and a woman two seats in front of me had a squealing baby that she just, you know how it is when you're on an airplane and your baby's crying. It's just terribly anxious and you're doing everything to quiet. I know it's hard on the parent also. It's terrible. Oh yeah. (laughs) So suddenly I had an appreciation for Moses' mother trying to keep this baby quiet, not because they're on an airplane, but to save his life. Because if someone heard Moses cry, he would be dead. And suddenly I had a whole new appreciation for the intensity of that. So as I was able to unpack that, it came off the airplane that week and I was able to work it into a sermon. Hmm. So I just try to keep my eyes and ears wide open as I make my way through the week and invite the Lord to just bring things into my world that might help illustrate something I'm preaching. Yeah, about. and and not just bring things in because I think the things are there. Yes. But we have to have a mindset, yeah. an illustration file in the back of our, our brains right. somewhere. Now, you say the best illustrations come from the life, right? We get that, even uh, just common experience, but also the imagination right. of the preacher. Talk about that. Yeah, so the imagination little principle I think I learned from C.S. Lewis. C.S. Lewis had a knack for always asking, what else is this like? Yeah. So who is Jesus like? He's like a lion named Aslan. And suddenly that opens up a whole new image. So Lewis was always asking, what else is this like? So I've tried to ask myself, what else is this like? We pushed a series recently this spring called A Good and Beautiful Life. What does it look like to live a life that captures people's attention and points them towards God? And the little metaphor we settled on was a butterfly. We kind of teased that out over the course of the series. A butterfly comes in by surprise. It delights you. It captures your imagination. You can't take your eyes off it. You almost feel blessed when a butterfly flies into your backyard. A butterfly does good things for the world. It's spread. And on and on. We unfolded that over five weeks. 
And it all came out of the simple idea that a good and beautiful life could be like a butterfly flying into your backyard. In one of his books, Jay Adams says, illustrations are all around you if your eyes are open. Exactly. Yeah. He says, okay, you're reading this book. Maybe you're sitting at your desk. Look at your desk. Is there a pencil there? Okay, a pencil is like... Exactly. Yeah, it, exactly. it's sharp or it has an eraser or whatever. Is there a blotter on the desk? Are there books behind you? These are like what? Like what? Right. Do you ever go the other way? Do you start with the spiritual truth and then say, okay, what around me is oh, like... Oh, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. So yeah, you read some principle in scripture. How do I illustrate that? What else in life might that be like? And do you write these down or just, uh, Oh yeah, I write them down. I script them. The other thing that makes an effective illustration is it needs to be well told. Mm -hmm. So sometimes a lazy preacher, when I've been lazy, might say, tell story of the butterfly here. That's probably not going to go well. Good. Yeah. I want to write out the illustration of the butterfly to get it exactly right. Yeah. The language is so important. You want it to be crisp and vivid. Okay. My friends, the best illustrations come from the life and the imagination of the preacher. Yeah, good discussion about how you can use illustrations from your own life. You can use experiences that happen to you, or you can use your imagination and allow the Lord to lead you and open your eyes to illustrations that really are all around you. Well, thanks for joining us for Preaching Points, the podcast of the Haddon Robinson Center for Preaching at Gordon-Conwell Theological Seminary. We've got some great ways for you to grow in your preaching from our flexible THM in preaching to a doctor of ministry in preaching, or you can check out our relationship with London School of Theology if you're considering PhD studies. Just visit our website at gcts.edu for more information. And as always, thanks for listening to Preaching Points.